Blog Talk Radio. Radio program. I'm Susan Larison Dan, and I'm delighted to welcome you here today. Today is Saturday, May 29, 2021. And as we've said many times on this program, whether you're listening live or at any time in the future, you are present here with me today and we are all present together energetically because there are no boundaries of space or of time. A quick program note for next week. I know I have a conflict at the time of this show, so I'm either going to do it a day early or probably a day early um, or slightly later on Saturday afternoon. So pay attention to the schedule if you enjoy listening live, and I will aim to do a program. I just can't do it at the normal time. This program normally airs at this time most weeks, um, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Today, I was once again rather spontaneously led to the topic of the program because I think that it's something that we all need to be reminded of, especially within the spiritual community. Though if you are not a spiritual person, you can still, I hope, feel the essence of what it is that I have to share with you. And it is my every hope that you will feel the love that I have to talk about today. In fact, I can think of one way if you're not particularly spiritual and you just happen to click on the broadcast, I do so appreciate that Blog Talk Radio puts this program on the front page while it's live, and you may just be stopping by today. I went for a walk this morning, and it was so um, synchronistic for those who don't know that word, meaningfully um, coincidental, let's just put it that way because I didn't realize until after I got home that I actually talked about celebrating life, and as I arrived to where I was intending to walk this morning, there was actually a celebration of life service next door, which, of course, um, is a challenging time, is a poignant time for sure, and I felt that, but 
I also realized as I was walking so many things that reminded me of celebrating the path that my life has taken. And often in very quiet ways where I would walk next to some lilacs and there I was as a child. We always had lilacs growing up or I was near some pine needles and at a certain time of year it brought back memories of you know, going in the mountains and going to camp as a child and different things. And so every day if we're paying attention there are things that will echo back to us even on our more challenging days. I will tell you, later on this walk, I I kept, for some reason, my path kept crossing a very kind gentleman who was accompanying a woman who was all dressed in black, and I felt that she had come from the celebration of life service for perhaps a loved one, perhaps someone who was even a relative, and they were walking around these beautiful gardens, and I could tell just how much the beauty of this day and the beauty of these gardens was help, were helping to lift her up. And that's what I was talking about when I came up for the description of this show today, um, that we are loved, and that love is shown to us in so many ways, even on a very difficult day, in fact, especially those days. Beauty, when we notice it, no matter where we find ourselves, we may be in a hospital room. I remember years ago, a loved one was in the hospital and I was there for more than one day by this person's side. But I can think of multiple instances like this where I've been with a loved one at the hospital. And, you know, not only do I notice whatever there is to see out the window, which thankfully is often something beautiful, um, so does the person who is recovering. And um, when you are in the hospital at night um, and you're with someone there, um, or just for the person, maybe once their loved one has left, you can turn on the television and it's actually all day long, or it was anyway, that one in particular some years ago that where I was, where they're just showing beautiful scenes of nature. And people may just run through that channel and say, what is this? I'm not interested in this. But you know what? It really helps. It certainly helped. Um, it, it just beauty uplifts us. And... It gives us a connection to the universe. It gives us a connection to the divine. And even if you're in that hospital and all you see is the beauty and you're not connected consciously to anything spiritual, it'll still lift you up. So let me tell you, my morning today started this way. Some of the reasons for today's show were a bit more serious in nature, not quite so light. And I want to explore this as well. We are living in very heavy times. And many times on the earth have been heavy. Lately, I have taken it upon myself, which I've mentioned in other programs, to study history. 
and I am not ashamed to admit I may have said it before. I just got a history book. It's a high school history book, I'm quite certain, off a used bookstore shelf. And yes, there may be perspectives that have changed. There may be things that I want to take deeper, but I'm looking to restore my knowledge of certain things, even just simple geography and so many different ways of looking at things. And one of the things you see right away, and it doesn't matter whose perspective it is, is just how much conflict there has been in history. We quickly forget that um, the history of civilizations of any kind of organized group of people has sadly been one, um, there are times, there are golden ages, there are times of peace, and then things collapse. And if the land is easily accessible by someone who is marauding or coming in, that's what happens. And you go all the way back and you read this and you think to yourself, And yes, horrible things, horrible things happen when this occurs. And you wonder, when will the cycle end? When will this cycle end? And can we really consider us advanced? Something else you see as you study is how different invaders develop different types of weaponry. You know, they had bronze and they had iron And, you know, whoever had the best weapons, well, they took over often. And some places were very protected by geography, so that helped. But always there was this threat, this fear, and this past hanging over us all of those centuries, all of those millennia. This is what history has had happen again and again. It's not to say that some very good things haven't happened in history, but it really makes you think about what is it about our goals? And yes, people have been in survival mode, and that drives people to extremes. But what is it? What is it that is keeping us from finding a way to truly grow out of it, to truly grow out of this endless, endless cycle. And with it comes vengeance. With it comes fear. With it comes centuries of bitterness and grudges. And, you know, horrible things have happened. You read history, you will see it. And that's just the way it is. What about things that lifted us higher? And the reason I mention this history book is I'm going to give just a couple of readings today. These are readings that just came to me randomly. One this morning and just the the other, I think, a couple days ago, just in this history book, which has little vignettes next to the history. So I want to read a passage here. It's in a chapter... What is this particular chapter about here? We're talking about ancient India and China. Yes. 
And it's in a little section, as you'll see, in a high school book. You know what? I have to tell those of you who are wanting to enter back into just remembering certain things and exploring. And, yes, you can take it deeper. Absolutely. But how helpful it is to be stepping through different parts of history and different parts of the world in a simple way. It doesn't demand a lot of me. In fact, I love doing this because then I see things I want to take deeper. So I really encourage everyone to consider exploring history and then, yes, take it even farther, take it even more expansively. But we need to know what's come before to truly understand where we're going. This is in a little area that says the teachings of Buddha. And I'm only going to read a part of this, but it really demonstrates what I'm talking about, this endless cycle of vengeance. And how can we find a space of growth and of unconditional love? How can we find a space of grace and forgiveness, even while growing, even while looking at wanting to be the best versions of ourselves, wanting everyone else to be the best versions of themselves. And how do we lift one another up and celebrate the lives, just like I saw that sign this morning and had put in the show description before. Celebrate your life. Celebrate the life of everyone you meet. Honor that person. Honor that life. Another word that's not in this history book, but we've talked about it before, is namaste. We are all expressions of the divine. We were created to be who we are. And we've lost sight of self-esteem. We've lost sight of why loving yourself, in fact, here's another, I don't even have this verse ready, but, um, you know, how can you love your neighbor as yourself? I can't remember exactly the verse where it is, um, until you learn to love yourself. What does it mean to love yourself? And why is that important in loving your neighbor? It is important because loving yourself is truly seeing the unique and beautiful creation that you are. We've gotten to the point lately where we're pretty confused, I think. And I think it's because spirituality is just not as present with us as it really needs to be. And so some of us who are in the spiritual community are going to be calling us back to this place. Because it doesn't mean that you go down some narrow, hateful path and, you know, just say, that's great, I'm going to celebrate that. Of course not. It's about celebrating who you are as you're growing, acknowledging that everyone is imperfect, and yet choosing to consciously grow in the space of being loved and supported and knowing that we're here on this planet for a reason. The people who become expressions of dark things inevitably 
it's because of something that happened to them that was dark. And the cycle goes on and on and on. Not to say that people can't emerge from that. Of course they can. There are many, many stories of that. But people get caught up in harmful things. And we need to help ourselves, help our society to uplift one another, not bring one another down. That doesn't work. Uplifting one another is what works. So this quote that was in the history book, it talks about the endless cycles of vengeance. This is from the Buddha. If a man speaks or acts with a pure thought, happiness follows him. Quote, he abused me, he beat me, he defeated me, he robbed me. Unquote. In those who harbor such thoughts, hatred will never cease. Quote, he abused me, he beat me, he defeated me, he robbed me. Unquote. And these quotes are actually in the text. Um, this is all from, from a Buddhist text. In those who do not harbor such thoughts, hatred will cease. For hatred does not cease by hatred at any time. Hatred ceases by love. This is an eternal law. So I think that's enough from that passage. And I think it very well expresses how we can get caught up in things. It's not to say that we aren't human beings who have gone through some pretty difficult things and that it's very hard to know what it's like to walk in the shoes of someone else. It doesn't mean that we don't choose, particularly in the spiritual community, but also beyond it, to be empathic people. But the word Namaste, which is seeing the reflection of the divine in the person across from you, is a word of mutual respect and celebration, mutual esteem, mutual, I want to see you bring out the best in yourself, and what can I do to help you? And the same thing going the other way. And that's truly what the divine wants for all of us. I do not depersonalize God or the divine. I believe it's very personal. People who have had a spiritual experience often feel this overwhelming love. I know I felt it, and it was something I thought for many years and felt like I didn't feel. And then there it was. Many of the mystics talk of this. In fact, I didn't bring a quote like that. Maybe on another show I'll, I'll quote um, St. Teresa, for example, who experienced divine love in just astounding ways. Um, there are mystical ways of experiencing these things. But I'm also talking here about down-to-earth ways, just everyday life ways. Walking through that beautiful landscape today and I was by a, some water at one point and there were these waterfalls and I was listening to the water 
And it was just an amazing experience. In fact, while I was listening to the water, I could feel just all of the stress, whatever. I've been working very hard um, this past week. In fact, hadn't had a chance to walk. And like many people, many of us have developed ways of doing exercises inside because of the lockdowns. We had stopped going out as much, and those are handy for sure. But um, in any case, it was even better in a way that I hadn't gotten out in a little while. And I sat, or I didn't sit, I just stood there by the water and just took it all in and felt it, and I could feel myself being uplifted in a profound way, just standing there. And I was breathing. I was breathing again, freely. I have another quote that I just saw this morning. And it came past on my Facebook feed from Spirit of a Hippie, which is a very nice um, page. Those of you, you don't have to be a hippie or having had been a hippie to understand this page. It's quite a, quite a beautiful, uplifting page on Facebook. They say, this is a quote from Black Elk, the first piece which is the most important is that which comes within the souls of people when they realize their relationship, their oneness with the universe and all its powers, and when they realize that at the center of the universe dwells the great, capital letters, great spirit, and that this center is really everywhere. It is within each of us. I love how I was called to that word relationship when reflecting upon this quote that I came across this morning. And um, once you realize that the divine, or as it's placed, as it's said here, the great spirit is everywhere and in everyone. It changes your perspective on relationship. How we feel about ourselves and how we make others feel. Yes, how many times can we think, even in our own personal lives, where we've behaved imperfectly in that way, that maybe we could have lifted someone else more. We could have done better in this situation. Relationships with our fellow human beings in all different ways are challenging sometimes. But ultimately, and I may do another program on grace and forgiveness and how another book fell into my hands that I haven't had a chance to read yet but will soon, talking about the experience. I can immaculate Ila Bejiza. I can never say her last name properly if I don't have it in front of me. So my apologies if I didn't, if I missed a syllable. I think I may have. Her book just fell into my hands at the same used bookshelf. It's not an actual store. It's a giant. There are many used things in this store, but they have a book area, which I really enjoy. And she had incredible lessons in this area. 
she was in a society that was breaking down. They were at one another's throats in Rwanda, and they didn't get out in time. They had thought, you know, her father just didn't get the family out in time, even though they wanted to get out. And one day came, and it was too late, and they were slaughtering people. And she had to hide in a small room, I believe, as I recall, it was a bathroom, with a, with other people, a priest hid them for many, many days. And people wanted to kill them because hatred had taken over this society. And her story is one of how she went from a space of hatred while she's sitting in this little room to forgiveness and how she navigated forward. She's a beautiful, light-filled soul when you see her now. And I first heard about her in the film The Power of the Heart. Um, Baptiste Pop made this book, or wrote this book and made this film, talking about heart-based stories, and hers was one of them. And it's an amazing story, and by the way, that's an amazing film, which calls us to that of which I speak. And what's interesting about these stories is they span spiritual belief systems. Immaculate, if you go to her Facebook page, she's a very, very devout Catholic, and she now does a lot of work within that community. If you study the mystics, you'll see many of them were nuns or you know, devout Catholics as well. And within every tradition, our path is, if that tradition is to be successfully followed in life, the most powerful aspects of it have to be the love, have to be feeling loved, that God is love. And what that means for how we feel about ourselves, and how we treat one another. Don't allow misguided voices to diminish or disparage who you are. Celebrate your life. You may have bullies in your life. You may be a young person. You may be subject to emotional abuse. Those of you who are older or at any age, And when we know that we are loved, we are uplifted. And then we have something to teach. We have something to say. And we help lift others up with us. And it's not restricted to any one group of people or any one spiritual way of thinking about things. This is shared. I may do another program on the golden rule and just how amazingly it shows up in so many different ways that I probably will. I never really know where these shows are going to take me. Let's see where we're at here. I know know the episode is going by quickly. I'm going to stop for a minute and thank those of you who have been listening live. I do greatly appreciate your presence here. And as I said, 
Next week, if you enjoy listening to the live show, next week it will be at a slightly different time. And the best way to find out is generally to follow the program. I know a lot of people don't really do that anymore, um, or maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I see occasional movement there. But if if you want to know when there's going to be a new episode, that's an easy way is to follow the show or just go to FrontierBeyondFear.com. I don't always get the new shows up there, but if you click on the link at the top, it brings you right to the show listing, which will tell you when a show is going to take place. So I greatly do appreciate that you've been here with me today live, and I appreciate those who are listening across time in the future. Today I'm not going to go into overtime, I think, because I think we've covered the topic quite well. And I just want to say, in all of your interactions, no matter what you're encountering, if it doesn't feel aligned with love, and that's unconditional love, if it doesn't feel aligned with grace and forgiveness, it is your task to gently question that and help to bring it higher. We only change our society through our own actions, through who we are. Okay, the live show is going down, and I I do appreciate your being here today. Um, and I will... Sorry, I got distracted by the computer here for a second. Um, That's my best message to you. Just love one another. Lift one another up. That's the key. So take care, everyone. I will see you next time if I can manage to get the music going today. It's like I've got few different things going at once trying to get these quotes up to to share today but um, I look forward to seeing you again and thank you so much I really appreciate those of you who are joining in worldwide because all of us can make a difference wherever we are take care everyone 